Hey there, adventurer. I appreciate you taking the time to do an investigation check and dig into the archives of the show. I wanted to let you know that this is an old episode back when the show was called The Hard Thing Podcast. The topics are still the same, though the format and some of the names are different. If instead you are coming back to The Hard Thing Podcast, well, surprise, we changed our name and some of our branding. Feel free to hang out in the archives and listen to all the wonderful old episodes of The Hard Thing Podcast or take on a new adventure by listening to some of our current episodes. Either way, happy adventuring. Today... We're going to talk about blame mindset and responsibility mindset. This is the Hard Thing Podcast. Today, we are overcoming average. Welcome back to another episode of the Hard Thing Podcast. This is the podcast that helps you overcome average, step up above mediocrity, all by doing hard things. Uh, I'm your host, Justin Lewis. I'm the, the host and founder of the Hard Thing Podcast. And the goal of this show is really to get you to move your feet in the right direction. Uh, Accept the responsibility of doing those hard things that stand in front of you, in between you, and a better life. I believe that in between you and the life you want to have, the person you want to be, are some challenges. And the goal of this podcast is to help you move through those challenges willingly and competently. Uh, So we're going to try and give you the tips, tricks, tools, tactics, really whatever you need to make that happen. And today is our Thursday Meditations show. For those of you who are new, the name Thursday Meditations actually comes from the book Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Marcus Aurelius was widely considered the last good Roman emperor. And he was also a Stoic philosopher. And he constantly had a balance between philosophy and being a ruler. And this book, Meditations, is kind of like a self-help book for himself, but also a journal. Things that he's observed and he wanted to teach himself, but also other people about how to be a good person, how to be a good ruler, and how to merge those two together. My Thursday Meditations is really all about my observations, things that I've noticed, things that I've learned, and uh, things that I've been thinking about even. Maybe it's even a space for me to kind of flesh out some of my thoughts. But anyways, let's uh, get into today's show. Before we do that, though, a couple announcements. First, go ahead and join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash The Hard Thing Podcast. There, you can join with like-minded individuals, join a tribe of people who are like you, trying to improve their lives, trying to get that next promotion, or ask that girl on a date, or turn their life around. And in the Facebook group, you can band with them, share your goals, support other people and get support in turn. So that way you too can do hard things. So do that. Uh, Next, help us raise $1,000 for Operation Underground Railroad. They're a nonprofit organization. And what they do is they go undercover to rescue kids from sex trafficking. They are an amazing organization. They do a lot of hard things. And just imagine right now that you're maybe six or seven and you... You haven't had a really good life. All you've known is strangers who treat you disgustingly and they treat you like a slave. In fact, you are a slave. And then one day you are liberated by people you think were going to just come by you. And then they take you to this nice aftercare home where your life has changed forever. And you go on to live a beautiful life and, and, and you start your own family, you have your own career, and you're able to accept in memory put all of it behind you. That's exactly what Operation Underground Railroad does. It helps kids get out of the worst situations imaginable. So if you want to help us raise $1,000 for them, go to GoFundMe.com slash overcoming dash average. 
donate some money there. Now let's get into today's show. Welcome to August, guys. So as you know, it's going to be a new topic this August. And uh, again, I'm trying to keep them shorter so that they're more focused, more deliberate. So this month, we are going to talk about responsibility. Uh, I have been inspired by people like Jocko Willink with his book, Extreme Ownership, just really talking about responsibility and, and Jordan Peterson talking about taking control of your life, uh, you know, stand up straight with the shoulders back, things like that. So I want to talk about ways to become more responsible as well as eliminate certain mindsets from your repertoire. In fact, today I want to talk about a blame mindset versus a responsibility mindset. And in, rather than just defining them for you, I'd rather give you some examples. So I'm going to give you four signs of a blame mindset and then switch it up and give you four signs of a responsibility mindset. So let's get into it. So let's start with blame mindset. Number one, you might have a blame mindset if you often use the word fault. Now, there's nothing wrong with the word fault. I mean, I live in Utah and we actually live near a fault line. That was a joke. Didn't but that's not the fault I'm talking about because most often if you have a blame mindset, you're going to be using the word fault in the context of it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Sometimes you might even use it in the context of it's your fault or it's his fault. It's the government's fault. It's XYZ's fault. You can put, you know, it's just such an unproductive word, fault. I understand that <clears throat> in certain instances, you do have to find fault because punishment needs to happen, I guess. But in your personal life, fault is a very unproductive word, in my opinion, because it only leads to punishment. It only leads to punishment. See, when you start using the word responsibility, it changes the tense. It brings the situation to the present and the future, as well as the past. With fault, it's just the past. You caused that uh, mistake, therefore you must pay. So if you find yourself having a blame mindset in that you use the word fault often, especially in it's not my fault, change it up. And instead say, it is my responsibility. And, and, and look at what that does to your mindset. Look at what that causes you to think about and do. Because when you're responsible for something in the past, that responsibility carries forward to today. And, and you're still responsible for it. So that's number one. <clears throat> number two, because you often use the word fault, you are unwilling to take risk. You are unwilling to take risk. And I don't mean just like the big audacious risks that most people shouldn't do anyways, but I mean even the little things that could change your life. Like, for example, <clears throat> I have been slightly interested in martial arts for a while now, uh, but for certain reasons, it's just not really in the cards right now financially for us. Luckily though, I was in, in college uh, a few years ago and I had the opportunity to take a martial arts class. I took the risk to take that class because guess what? I am very afraid of conflict and jujitsu, which is what they ended up teaching <clears throat> is 
it's conflict resolution in its most physical sense. At least one of its most physical senses. I, I guess you could say. Uh, I, I took that risk because I was very scared. Uh, a blame mindset wouldn't take that risk. Because they wouldn't want to be blamed for not being good at jiu-jitsu. They wouldn't want to be blamed for maybe sometimes deciding not to show up to class because they were afraid. They wouldn't want to be blamed for any of the extra time spent at that class that you would have to take out of other things in your life. They wouldn't want to take responsibility, but in their mind, blame. So they just decide not to take the risk. They instead try to live things in a very vanilla way. They are never the hero of their own story. It's kind of a sad way to live, really. So if, if you find yourself constantly refusing to take risk, to assume risk, to assume the responsibility, flip the script and start assuming risk. But the trick here is you're responsible for the risk. Responsibility does not equal risk. Responsibility is kind of, has, it has to manage risk. So that's your job. You have to mitigate risk. You have to find ways to reduce risk and choose which levels of risk are acceptable. And that's exactly how you change from a blame mindset to a responsibility mindset. <clears throat> Number three, you are selectively reasonable. Selectively reasonable, okay? So this term, selectively reasonable, kind of comes from the term unreasonable in your goals. And it's it's a term from Kip Sorensen of the Heart, or not the Heart thing, the Order of Man podcast. It's one of my favorite podcasts. <clears throat> And uh, Kip, he's the co-host on their Wednesday episode, he, he says that in the pursuit of your goals, you need to be unreasonable. And it gives the example of, you know, you go on vacation to Disneyland with your family. And before everyone else is up, you're up working out. You go on a mile run and then you have a nice workout before anyone else even gets up on vacation. Now, some might call that unreasonable. Well, yes, that's exactly the point. If you have a blame mindset, you are selectively reasonable, meaning you always seem to have reasons why certain things don't happen or, or why certain things were unaffected or ineffective. <clears throat> you always seem to have logical reasons for why things did not occur. But you never seem to figure out certain reasons why they could occur. And that's what I mean by selectively reasonable. See, <clears throat> you blame the reasons for your ineffectiveness. You blame the reasons slash excuses for, the, for why you have not made progress in your life. <clears throat> you blame the reasons for your failed progress. And it's nice you feel good about yourself for a second because you're selectively reasonable. You, you've mentioned that, well... The IRS doesn't have customer service, so how can I call them and take care of whatever tax documents I need to submit? Just an example. <clears throat> so you give up. Well, that's not the way to do it because there are reasons why it could work. For example, if you called more than once or found a different customer service line or tried at different times of the day, you might get through. Those are reasons why it could work. So if you are being selectively reasonable, Start being selectively unreasonable. Obviously, you'll have to be strategic, but don't let yourself use reason and logic to stop your forward movement. 
Speaking of stopping your forward movement, number four is laziness and complacency. A blame mindset often leads to sitting on the couch and watching TV. And again, I'm, I'm not above watching TV. I mean, it's been pandemic. I watched a bunch of TV, unfortunately. But with a blame mindset, you become complacent because the nice thing about a blame mindset is you aren't responsible. You're not responsible for your life. And since it's not your fault, no one can blame you. Except they can. Because at the end of the day, when everything's said and done, you are the only one, the only single common denominator between all of your different life circumstances and all of your different goals, aspirations, dreams, whatever word you want to put in there, you are the common denominator. You are the only thing that remains constant throughout those. So with a blame mindset, it's easier not to try. It's easier not to fail. It's easier not to worry about what's next. It's easier just to go with the flow and let things happen to you. You become an object to be acted upon. So that's a blame mindset. You often use the word fault. You are unwilling to take a risk. You are selectively reasonable and you're probably lazy and complacent. Quick pause on the show, guys. I know that you're trying to take responsibility for your life, as I am. And one of the things that each of us need to take responsibility of is the hope that we have for the future. And especially now, it's hard to keep and hold on to your hope, especially during these dark times of COVID-19. You can have slumps where you feel like nothing good is going to happen. Well, if you want ways to overcome those slumps and get your hope back because you're a responsible person, Uh, go to the link in the show notes and sign up for my email course, 50 Ways to Get Your Hope Back. 50 free ways to get your hope back. And that's a nice thing because you can try any of these ways and it will do wonders. And the nice thing about these 50 ways to get your hope back is also that just doing them on a regular basis, it improves your life. It makes you feel better. It it helps you move forward. They're just good habits. So if you want to get this email course and it's not going to be 50 emails. I promise you that. It'll be 10 emails. So if you want to get these 50 ways to get your hope back, go to the link in the show notes below, put in your name and your email, and I will send them to you immediately. And then you can start getting your hope back. And as well, start doing hard things and overcoming average. But in the meantime, let's get back to the show. Now, let's talk about responsibility mindset. And it's easy just to just to think I have a responsibility mindset. I'm responsible for everything. Right. But these are some signs that you already have a responsibility mindset. And the funny thing is, <clears throat> I think it's important to note that we we vacillate between blame mindset, responsibility mindset, because we're human and we're imperfect. We're so imperfect that we can't even stay in a negative mindset perfectly. Sometimes we are naturally going to slip into a responsibility mindset. So it's important to note when you are and keep doing those things that keep you there. So number one is you find solutions. With a responsibility mindset, you are always looking to do more. You are always looking to solve problems because you are responsible for what's around you. By being an agent in your area, you affect change. You consciously choose 
to make a difference in the area around you. So, so you look around, you see problems, and you take action, finding solutions. <clears throat> That's number one. Number two is you are always moving your feet. In my life, I found that an object in motion tends to stay in motion and an object in rest tends to stay in rest. One of Newton's laws in physics is well applied in the world of personal development. If you are not doing anything, then you will probably stay not doing anything until you start doing something. And I know that sounds really stupid, but when you are doing something, it's easier to do more. And it's easier to continue doing what you're doing. <clears throat> it's, it's about momentum. And with a responsibility mindset, you're always moving your feet, meaning you are proactive. You are always looking for the next challenge. Sometimes you don't have direction. But the nice thing about moving your feet is that it'll take you less time to start moving in the right direction, even if you're going in the wrong direction, than starting from a standstill. Because you're moving your feet, you have momentum. You can pivot, you can adjust, because you already have that momentum. You're always moving your feet. <clears throat> One example is, uh, in my personal life, I was, I'm interested in digital marketing. And for a long time, I did not have the requisite skills to get a digital marketing job. So instead, I would do internships. <clears throat> Content writing internships, which actually have prepared me a little bit for this podcast, but content writing internships that were all free. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I did not have a single internship where I got, well, uh, I guess I did have one, but that lasted for a couple weeks. Anyways, <clears throat> so I even started doing things on the side, like just personal projects, building up my experience because I didn't have really a direction. And then fast forward to today, I'm at a job where I got my job, not because of my digital marketing background, but because I started in a different job and worked my way over. And obviously having the background helped, but I think more so they saw my work ethic and <clears throat> they, they saw that I was willing to do what, what I needed to. But more importantly, once I got into the job, they saw that I did have the experience and moving my feet helped me be able to keep up that momentum. So that way in the other job that was unrelated to digital marketing that moved me into this one, it, it really allowed me to showcase my experience and my work ethic. And that's what moving your feet does. <clears throat> so number three then is that people trust you with a responsibility mindset. People trust you because you often make things happen as well as keep your word. People can rely on you and depend on you because you get things done. You take responsibility for their outcomes and you see them through to a positive conclusion. <clears throat> With a blame mindset, people don't trust you. They might not say that they don't trust you, and they might even give the illusion that they trust you. But the second something goes awry, they will wrestle back control of whatever project, task, or obstacle they've, they've handed over to you. They'll wrestle back control because essentially they don't trust you because you have not proven to be a person worthy of their trust. With a responsibility mindset, you prove that you are worthy of trust because you keep the mindset that whatever happens falls on you. And it's your responsibility to make sure that whatever happens is good. Number four, you are a trailblazer. 
there's you know always the old adage of the Boy Scouts leave it better than you found it whenever you go camping and although I don't agree with the Boy Scouts nowadays uh, I feel that that organization has really devolved you could say <clears throat> people with a responsibility mindset are always looking for ways to make the world better when they move down a path they make that path easier and lighter for those who come behind them that's just how they are that that that's a responsibility mindset and you see a blame mindset does the opposite they literally might look at the path and think that's not my responsibility that's not I don't have to worry about that so they don't care about making it worse a couple of examples <clears throat> I know someone who they go to a gas station right and if they spill some popcorn on the ground they, they don't bend over and pick it up they just leave it there because in their mind someone gets paid to pick that up on the flip side my wife and I have have tried to uh, obviously we don't do it anymore because of COVID-19 and people kind of look at you weird if you do it during COVID-19 especially with everyone wearing masks and all that junk but my wife and I have tried to make a habit of whenever we go to the grocery store we have a Walmart here we park our car and inevitably as we're walking into the store there will be an empty cart sitting right next to a parking spot because people of a blame mindset think it's someone's job to put the cart away my wife and I have made a habit of grabbing the cart and not just putting it away in those stalls that are right next to the cars but bringing it all the way to the front of the store why because if if we do that that means it's less for one of the store's employees to do and if everyone does that that means possibly that store employee could do something else for the store giving the customers us more value or the store doesn't need that employee saving money and therefore hopefully lowering prices on the goods you see it's a full circle it's everyone improves but if if none of that happens it's the right thing to do because it makes the world a better place there are two rules that if you live by these two rules you're gonna have a good life don't make the world worse and when you can make it better simple rules but if everyone applied those in any way they could we would all be a lot better off I know that a cart at Walmart isn't a big deal but it kind of is when everyone adopts the mindset that it's not my problem to take care of a random cart sitting in Walmart because someone else is paid to do that if, if we did think okay that is my problem then Walmart would be able to say okay I don't need to worry about this I, I can focus on other things I can focus on bigger issues and it's just it's just a, a I guess a small microcosm of what happens with our mindsets in the macrocosm you make a, the world a better place you pick up trash where you can because you enjoy the beauty of a clean world that's a responsibility mindset so in summation you find solutions you are always moving your feet people trust you and you are a trailblazer so what so what who cares what responsibility or blame mindset I have what does it matter well with a responsibility mindset you can affect change in your life with a blame mindset you will always only ever be an object to be acted upon a prop in a movie 
and never the main character, never the hero. So which do you want to be? Do you want to be the hero of your story or a prop used for nefarious ends? I know I want to be the hero. So I am going to take the challenge of being more responsible, assuming more of a responsibility mindset in my life, and taking control of the things that are left to me. And I challenge you to do the same thing because when you do, your life will get much better. Thank you for listening to another episode, guys. I really appreciate you hanging in there, listening to what I got to say. Uh, I hope you liked today's episode. If you did, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And also share it with your friends so they can subscribe to you. I got episodes coming out Mondays and Thursdays. We got another great episode coming out on Monday. A guest who has done some amazing things. Stay tuned and you'll hear who it is and what they have to say. But again, come to our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash the hard thing podcast. Uh, we live in such crazy times, really guys. If you look at the world, it's, it's nutso. I just finished reading or listening to rather 1984, the book by George Orwell. And it's a dystopian fiction book. Uh, but it, it accurately describes some of the trends we see in today's world. And it's kind of a, a pessimistic book, I'd say. And hopefully the world is, is a lot more positive place. And I think so, but I think it's going to be that way because people adopt a responsibility mindset. So if you don't want the world to end up with Big Brother and the Thought Police, adopt a responsibility mindset because I think the world will be a better place. So come back on Monday for our Monday show. But until then, guys, keep doing hard things. Keep making the world a better place because you will overcome average. Hey guys, one quick announcement for today's show, and you might have heard this already, even in today's episode, but uh, I have an awesome opportunity for you guys. Once in a lifetime, you have the opportunity to have dinner with myself and a covert CIA operative. That's right, an undercover spy. Uh, my guest, Andrew Bustamante, has been gracious enough to offer himself up uh, as guest for a dinner with myself and one lucky audience member. So if you want to sign up for that, make sure you hit the link in the show notes below. As well, you can go to Instagram and hit the link in my bio at The Hard Thing Podcast. This is first come, first serve, and there's only one slot. So whoever signs up first will have the opportunity to come to Utah and have dinner with myself and Andrew Bustamante. It's an exciting opportunity. It's one that you'll be able to brag about to your friends of being able to sit down, having dinner with an undercover secret agent. So don't waste any time. Go ahead and sign up in the link in the show notes or go to Instagram at The Hard Thing Podcast and click the link in my bio and you'll find all the relevant information there. Uh, so look forward to having dinner with you.